The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. And I am so fired up for this week's Even Money Podcast for a couple of reasons. Number one, it's Conference Championship Sunday. It is a big deal. And number two... How about it? What the what a heck of a week that Steve and I both had, especially Steve. Plus six last week. I was plus three. Amazing. When I talk about Steve, of course, I'm talking about the one and only Steve Fezzik. Check him out on Twitter. You don't want to miss his stuff at Fezzik Sports. I am merely Ross Tucker, the former NFL offensive lineman at Ross Tucker NFL. If you're a Facebook person, it's Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. The way you'll always know when this podcast is posted is by making sure you follow our producer, Brian, at RTF Podcast. That's the first place it gets posted. Steve, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. You could probably just go to BetDSI, use the code Tucker15, get the free $15, and if you just made Steve's bets each week during the NFL season, you would be in very good shape right now. So that would be my advice. It's not too late. There's still three games to go and a bunch of prop bets. Go to betdsi.com, use the code Tucker15, and you get a free $15 at betdsi.com that you can use on my bets. Steve's bets, your own bets, whatever. I'd recommend Steve's bets based on how he's done this year. Simply remarkable. You are plus 28 now for the year, Steve, after going plus 6 last week in the divisional round. I'm plus 10, so I'm happy to at least be back in the double digits after I was down 7 units in the wild card round. I was plus 3, like I mentioned in the divisional round, and we were 2-0 and on our best bets, Steve. Kind of fun when there's less games because we can actually go right over it. Uh, I had one unit on Atlanta and leaned to the over but didn't take it. You had two units on Atlanta, one unit on the over, so you got three units there. I got one. 
I had one unit on the Houston Texans, and man, oh man, Steve, was that looking good for a long time, getting 16 points when it was 14-13, one-score game in the fourth quarter. Alas, it didn't happen for me. You had two units on New England and one unit on the under. So you won with New England, you lost on the under, so net for that game, I was down a unit, you were up a unit. I had two units on the Steelers. That obviously came through for me. You had one unit on the Chiefs, one unit on the under, so that was a push. And then in the final game, we both had the over. I guess it didn't end up being the final game, but in the Cowboys game against the Packers, we both had the over. We both had two units on the over, which came through for both of us. Um, and I had one unit on Dallas, which unfortunately, uh, did not happen for me. So I got one unit there. You got two units there. Pretty good week, Stevie. You're at plus 28 units for the season now. What do you have to say for yourself? I celebrated by rewatching James Conn, the gambler, 1974 movie, and made me realize you um you can get humbled on a super hot streak, so be careful out there. I love it. Even when you're dominating, you uh, you tell people to be humble and be careful. I like it. You're not telling people to to throw a lot of money down on it. Let's get to the divisional round. Any other any takeaways, Steve, from last week's divisional round before we get to the conference championship games, either from betting or just the games we watched. I think we've got the best, uh, the sexiest four teams we've ever seen in a Final Four. And what's amazing is how close they are in the power ratings. New England's clearly the best team. But you can kind of, um, the the other three are really close. They're all within a couple points power rating-wise. So we should have three really good games to end the NFL season. Yeah, and I'm just looking, Steve. They already have a look-ahead line for the Super Bowl where the AFC is a three-point favorite over the NFC. You ever get involved in that? I do, and actually that's going to be one of my bets that I'm going to give out on this podcast on the total. But um, three might be slightly too high just because it assumes New England's going to get there. If Pittsburgh gets there, you're probably going to see pick lines. Interesting. Okay. Well, without further ado, Brian, let's get to it. All right, Ross, why don't you start it off with the NFC, Green Bay at Atlanta. Falcons close out the Georgia Dome, being a four-and-a-half-point favorite with a total, huge total, 61. 61 is remarkable. I just I don't know how you can, you can hit the over. I mean, I think there's a decent chance it goes over, but, boy, that feels – I mean, that – that's a lot of points. I'm going to wait till I hear what Steve does before I decide what to do with the total. Because um, it does feel like it's going to go 35-31, something like that. Um, I like Atlanta to win the game, and I'll talk about this tomorrow on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. But I think it's a close game. I, I think it's a field goal game probably either way. I think Atlanta has a little bit more firepower than do the Packers. I'm not sure people realize and I'm sure, Steve, you have some metrics. I'm not sure people realize how good this Falcons offense and this Falcons team really is. They are playing lights out at this point. 
But the Packers, I, I got to think that they're going to be able to hang. I'm going to put one unit on the Packers getting four and a half points. If they win, I win. If they lose by a field goal, I win. So one unit on the Packers, and I'm going two units on the over. I am betting that Atlanta scores 35 points and that Green Bay almost matches them and that it goes over. So two units on the over, one unit on Green Bay for me. So Atlanta, to answer the question, um, they have a historical offense. They gained 6.7 yards per play. That puts them as the best offense we've seen in the NFL the past five years, and I think one of the seven best offenses since 1970, clicking on all cylinders. And I would put the very top of the Atlanta offense um, I put them with any team. However, their defense is only average, although it's been playing better. It's only given up 19 uh, points per game the last five games. Because of that, I would rate them maybe even slightly, just a tiny bit above average. But Green Bay, that's where the real disparity is. Green Bay, their offense is almost as good as Atlanta's, as good as Rodgers is playing. 21 touchdown passes, no interceptions. The problem is Green Bay's defense is horrible. Um, they're giving up almost six yards per play. They got cluster injuries in their secondary. So my quick and dirty handicap here is I got two great offenses, and I. But Atlanta's I think still think is a little bit better. They certainly can run the ball a lot better, and their defense is a lot better than Green Bay as well. I have to land on Atlanta, but Vegas has gotten crushed on Green Bay money lines. So there's going to be a really low money line at post on this game. Right now, you can bet two units to win one. Sounds like a lot, but I think it's cheap. I'm going to risk two units to make one. Atlanta on the money line just to win the game. On the total, I'm going to go under 61. I'm going against Duras. Although I agree it should be a very high-scoring game, I'm going to count on the improvement in the Atlanta defense and a whole lot of crowd noise to keep Green Bay down to about 24 points. And I do think Atlanta saw what Zeke Elliott was doing and they are going to ground and pound those two running backs and have long ball control drives. So in a very high-scoring game, uh, I look at Atlanta winning 31-24. It's still staying under-under for two units. And explain the money line thing again, uh, Steve. The money line's just – and excuse me, I'm just going to go one unit on the under. One unit, under 61, not two units. The money line is when you just bet a team to win the game outright. And the reason I'm betting Atlanta here is because – the money line for a four-and-a-half-point favorite here is cheap, only having to lay minus 200. The reason it's cheap is that everyone who's betting the Packers is betting them to win the game outright. And since I only have to lay minus 200, two to make one, I'm going to go ahead and get Atlanta that way. Interesting. Okay. All right, Steve, the other game, obviously Pittsburgh at New England. The Patriots, six-point favorites, total 51. Very interesting game. Um, Serious history has favored New England big time. They've The last three times these teams have played, New England roughly has laid six and a half on average, and they have won every one of the games by seven or more points. The one time they won by only seven, they're up 14 with 20 seconds to play in the game, and Pittsburgh got a backdoor touchdown to get a push on that spread, which was seven. I know Landry Jones quarterbacked them this year, and obviously Pittsburgh's terrible with Landry Jones. But if I'm New England, and I'm a New England fan, I don't fear Pittsburgh. I fear 
a team like Denver, uh, the Giants back in the Super Bowls, a team that can knock Brady on his butt is a team that beats New England. A high-flying, flaky team like Pittsburgh um, almost always comes up short. I think about all the times that Manning and the Colts would play New England, and the genius would find a way to keep them in check, and they'd get their points. So I'm leaning towards New England, um, but I certainly am impressed with what Pittsburgh has been doing, even with all the distractions with Antonio Brown, which I don't like. However, I do think that Pittsburgh's got a great chance to win the stats. I think they're going to lose the turnovers. I think they're um, going to go ahead and make bad game management decisions, like Mike Tomlin, who likes to kick field goals, fourth and goal from the one, even though he goes for two which is completely inconsistent. Um, so let me get at this a few ways. I'm going to play New England um, for one unit, um, going ahead and laying the six. But I'm going to play Pittsburgh to get more first downs in this game. It should be plus two for uh, the number of first downs on the props. So I'm going to look for Pittsburgh to hang, even in the stats, if not win the stats. But New England's going to pull away because I think they're going to win the turnover battle and make the key game decisions. I'm going to go the other way. So um, we went head-to-head on the total in the Falcons-Packers game. I'm all over Pittsburgh. I think they have the better offensive line. I was not real impressed with the Patriots on Saturday night against the Texans. I think that the Steelers' run game right now with Le'Veon Bell is close to unstoppable. And, look, am I concerned about Ben turning the football over? Absolutely. Uh, I'm also concerned about the Steelers' woes in the red zone. I don't know why they don't just keep feeding the beast that is Le'Veon Bell when they get in the red zone. But I think that they're, they're better, they're, they are the better football team right now. I'm putting two units on the Pittsburgh Steelers getting six big points. I think even if they lose, it is a close game to the end. I'm not going to touch the total. 51 sounds just about right to me at this point speaking of what sounds just about right before we get to an email question this week steve you know what else is just about right blueapron.com the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country here's what's so cool about really five things number one it's affordable it's less than ten dollars per person per meal we actually just made a couple of these chicken dishes delicious there's all kinds of variety so whatever you want to choose from they pretty much have it you can customize your recipes based each week on your preferences it's really easy step by step you know can be prepared in about 40 minutes or less and the freshness guarantee means that every ingredient delivered arrives ready to cook or they will make it right check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free Free. So we gave you free money from BetDSI. Now we're giving you free food from BlueApron.com slash even. You'll love how good it feels and it tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so do not wait. That's BlueApron.com slash even. Before we get to the email question, Steve, do you have a look-ahead Super Bowl line or any other bets you wanted to get into? I do. I did want to mention one other thing about Pittsburgh, if you're bullish on Pittsburgh, here's good news for you. New England has played the easiest schedule in the NFL, Ross. Their opponents, in terms of the best quarterback they faced, Russell Wilson, he beat them in Foxborough. 
The second best quarterback they played all year long, Ryan Tannehill. That's amazing, but that's what their schedule has been. Having said that, I still have them rated 10 points better than the average team. And New England is 14-3 and three against the spread. And that all comes down to great game decisions and the like. Fast forwarding to the Super Bowl. Right now, the Super Bowl line you mentioned is three, the AFC minus three. The total on that game is 54 and a half. I'm going to get at that total before it inflates. I do think Atlanta's going to get by Green Bay. And let's face it, with a 61 in the NFC Conference Championship being posted, uh, 54 and a half sure looks low to me. I'm going to go over for an early look bet on the Super Bowl, over 54 and a half, two units. Interesting. So you don't like the, the AFC, NFC line because, you, you know, it's assuming that the Patriots are in it. But you do like the over 54 already. Wow. That's interesting. I, I can see that. Let's get to an email question. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to Ask Ross. Really cool feature of all of the different Ross Tucker podcasts, including the Even Money podcast, is that at any time you can send me a question, ross at rostucker.com, and if you take advantage of any of our sponsors, like betdsi.com, you know, or using the code Tucker15 or blueapron.com slash even or DraftKings, which I'll get to at the end of the show, and you send me the email, I guarantee that Steve will answer it. This question comes to us, Steve, from Mads Kinberg in Copenhagen, Denmark. I've noticed that the international folks especially really like to play some wagers. And know what they're talking about. Hi, Ross, Brian, and Steve. I'm a longtime listener who listens to the show every single week. I enjoy not only the profit from the picks you make, but also hearing the way a true professional sports better like Steve is thinking. I use that in my own sports betting. Thanks. I have a question for Steve regarding the sharps slash public money coming in on a random NFL game. Steve often mentions that the Sharps slash public are betting on this or that team. But how does Steve know when it's the Sharps placing their bets or the public? How can you see that only from looking at the line development and the numbers? Thanks for the $15 discount and an awesome show. Vegas baby Vegas. Mads Kinberg wants to know how you know whether it's Sharp money or public money. Yeah, there's two ways. Um, one is you go to a site, gosh, and I don't do this very often, but like covers.com or one of those, they'll show you the percentage of the tickets that are coming in on one side or another. So when you see like 90% of the tickets are on the favorite, but you see the spread is dropping, then the really big money must be on the underdog. Because why is the spread dropping? Because more money is coming in that way. So you can look at the percentage of the tickets. Example, during baseball season, usually on any Red Sox game, you would see that most of the tickets are on the Red Sox and the pros would be playing back the other side. How I like to do it is I'll take a look at the screen and I'll see what the recreational books are, the ones that will kick pros out or just not want them to bet against them versus the books that will take on all comers and you can go ahead and bet almost as much as you want. And when you see a disparity in the lines between those two, 
Uh, example, Pinnacle Sports is a really, really big book. If they were dealing a game, an NFL game, say, at five and a half, but here in town at the local casinos like the Station Casinos, the Coast Casinos, and they were all dealing six and a half, that would pretty much tell me that this is a game that the pros like the underdog. That's why the spread's really low at the places that have really big limits, and the public loves the favorite. That's why that spread's heading towards seven at those recreational books that don't take as big a limits, but cater to um, the guys that don't do this for a living. Interesting. Yeah, I. you know what? I, I guess I never really, I just would always just listen and say, okay, that's where the sharp money is. That's where the public is. I never really realized how you knew it either. That's a great question. Appreciate that, Mads. And that'll do it for the Even Money podcast. Keep sending in those emails. We'll obviously have room and time for several of them next week. We'll also start to get into the early line for the Super Bowl, breaking it down, some of the props. We've got two weeks to break down the Super Bowl. We'll look at it from all kinds of different angles. So, again, if you have specific questions like that, just send me the email, ross at rostucker.com, taking advantage of any of our various sponsors. You can also follow us on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. He's at Fezzik Sports. You don't want to miss out on following Steve. Brian, our great producer, is at RTF Podcast. Can't thank those of you that support the podcast in some way enough, whether it's just downloading on multiple devices or iTunes rankings and comments. Certainly, those of you take advantage of the Amazon banner ad or make a PayPal contribution are really appreciated as well. Other than that, I think we're done here. Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at rostucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found. Speaking of winning money, another way you can win money, how about DraftKings.com? doesn't matter how you perform in your season-long league. You've got one last shot to go home a fantasy football champion, and that's DraftKings, and that's this weekend. They're doing it through the conference championship games this weekend. All kinds of different contests. You already know that. You can renew rivalries with friends and family, even the group from your season-long league. Check out the 50-50 contest. There's a bunch of different things you can do, but this is the last time you can play fantasy football until next season, so make it count. Use the code FUMBLE at DraftKings.com now and play free with your first deposit. That's code FUMBLE to play free for your share of over $100,000 in total prizes only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions may apply. See site for details.